and we're driving in some scenery that uh, that they say you can almost touch the mountains and they are thousand meters high and going just in, in a, a very small narrow fjord and out again the scenery is unbelievable hi kelly moulton from sensar marine here I often say to people, it is important to surround yourself with others who feed your energy rather than drain it. And I'm not sure I can point recently to a person who exemplifies this better, just sheer positive energy, better than Atla Stoff, who runs Honka Marina in partnership with his bright-eyed wife, Hege, and imports all of the Brig ribs into Norway. He infects people, myself included, with his love of the sea and boating. He also very much loves to drive boats, and when I say drive, I mean for hours and hours and days upon days. From the border of Sweden up the entire coastline of Norway to Shirkenes, aka the Russian border. Or in my case, just this past weekend, we covered over 200 nautical miles together going up and back down the Hadangerfjord. Norway's second longest fjord, a memory for life. Tusentak, Atla. I'm also happy to say here that he and Hege have decided to make all Brig smart, powered by Sensar Marine, going forward forevermore. A major, major breakthrough deal for us. Atla says he only wants the best, so it makes us particularly proud that he chose Smart Boat 1 for his Briggs. I dare you to listen to this podcast and not want to immediately buy a brig afterwards. Enjoy. Atla, welcome to the show. Thank you. Very good to have you. Yeah, thank you. Good to be out. <laughs> I just want to leap right into the water and, and say, uh, why are you so in love with brigs? You started with the water. You started with swimming. All the kids like to jump around in the the, the pits, and you know it. It uh, actually, I think all kids are fascinated after water. For me, it never stopped. And then you started with uh, boat and diving, and you know everything you can do in the water. So so. I think it's just addiction. Uh, you, some, a healthy, mm-hmm. a healthy addiction. Yeah, yeah. It's like some someone do golf. I don't play golf. I do the water, everything there, water skiing, diving, everything. I just need to be there. <laughs> Excellent. But uh, the big boat. Uh, let, let's let's assume people don't know much about different categories of boat. It's a it's a particular type of boat called a rib. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A rigid inflatable boat. And and why is it that you chose that type of boat and the Brig brand in particular? Yeah. So rib we start with rib. Rib is started like just a tender two in the old days. It was just some a boat you had in uh, uh, as a boat for your sailing boat or just to come around it was easy you can you can actually fold it and you can stow it away <laughs> it was easy it was easy yeah. and then it started to mix it with the fiberglass so we actually get a whole lot of it so so it took the best from two worlds it took the fiberglass part and just added the the inflatable part around 
is a little bit like a SUV. You take a personal, you just make it tough and rough and you can use it for everything in the city and on hunting or in the winter. Yeah, yeah. It's, so, so it's best of the two worlds. So, Atla, I uh, uh, unfortunately, fortunately own a, a day cruiser mm-hmm. made by Utern. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just a very practical, you know, all the kids hop in the boat, throw off the ropes and go mm-hmm. you know, type boat. And I get a sense that, that your type of boat would suit me equally as well, if not better. Can you talk me through the, the differences or the advantages I would have as a big owner versus driving my fiberglass day cruiser? Yeah, yeah. it, it started, like I said, with the cars. I, I compare a lot with the cars because that's very close to everyone. Everyone knows the different kind of cars often. It's, it's like, <laughs> like I said, it's an all-wheel boat. Uh, it can be used by everyone. And it's so easy to use. The, the, I see the fiberglass boat as a little bit more narrow. You can use it to go on the water, especially when it's sun and it's uh, it's uh, yeah, it's a July boat. Uh, uh, if you want to go um, further, uh, the the ribs are incredible. It's not only brig; it's a rib as a as a brand or as a boat as a type of yeah. boat mm. yeah, be- be- because the boats are in my opinion easy to water ski uh, it's easy to dive in it's easy to use by kids when they start with boating it's easy you know if you bump into something it's 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 uh, nothing happens uh, and it's extremely stable uh, because of all the air makes it so stable so people feel it's very comfortable like a all-wheel drive car in the winter you know you don't slide out and things like that and, <laughs> and that's the same with rib boats um, for families i see we have a we have a harbor with about 200 boats uh, and i see that uh, wives uh, uh, they like to take the ribs because they feel it's stable. It got a bumper. It's it feels bigger in in the open sea when it's uh, a little bit rougher, and also when they dock, it's small and it can handle bumps. And you know, it it's just easy to use. I think these are really interesting points that you're making, Atla. Because I'm going to be honest with you, I've been talking about getting one, mm-hmm. uh, but but I've been I've been wondering. Is it actually as practical as the boat I have? Is it more of an Oslo Fjord type boat? Is it right for Bergen? And what what you're telling me actually is that I would get more out of that boat. And and actually a big selling point that you just said is that my wife actually might be more comfortable to use it more because I desperately want her to be a captain as well. I I see often when I sell a boat to the family, you know, the the, the wife, she, she is more in the colors and the sun, Sun, uh, sun deck, but suddenly I see they show up with the with their friends without the husband, and I say, <laughs> why is that the easiest part is to driving it, but the, the the husband doesn't let you often. He can't. He wants to be the captain, uh, but you anything wrong with a, with a inflatable in the same way with a fiberglass and and women I often are a little bit more smarter than us because they have. So they, they have what do you call it self um, uh, not self-confident but they, they see themselves that I'm not the best 
captain maybe because I never done it. So so, uh, but but we guys we, we we know everything. Haven't done it before, but we are the champ. So <laughs> fake it so, till we make it. Yeah. yeah yeah yeah. So but when they start, they actually see that it's pretty easy. When uh, so uh, and it's um, and why women likes it likes it a lot because they feel safe. Yep. They don't mess up. It's no big consequence when they hit something. Oh, the fiberglass, uh, something happened with it. Yeah. Uh, of course, yeah. it you can break the tubes, but but you can do the little you can do the little bumps as you say. You don't have to be quite the perfectionist when you're at busy Yellowstone Marina with the strong current. If you do do a bit of a bump into the dock, it's not the end of the world, is what you're saying. So it takes a lot of the pressure off. And I've said to my wife, half of boating is docking, just learning. <laughs> and and uh, if you've been a customer and asking these questions, I said, uh, it's, we take the short version. We go out and test drive one. We go out for five minutes and you say, okay, <laughs> I want one. It's that easy. It's addiction. Yeah. Talk to me, though, about I've never driven one. What Help me understand the feeling of driving your boat versus the boat I have. What yeah. makes it a more stable driving yeah. experience? You start when you actually enter the boat. Uh, the, the, the whole side is lower. It's easier to actually enter the boat. You don't have to climb around uh, in the bow or the, the stern. You can, you can actually enter it all the way around. Hop in. Like the kids. Uh, wives say, oh, it's so, the, 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 it's so low they can fall off. No, it's opposite. They, it's so low that they can actually see what's happening outside. Like sitting in a car. You can see out the, uh, the, the window when you're in a car seat. Um, so they can actually see what happens. If they fall, it's soft. It's not like fiberglass they hit or take the teeth or something. It, they, they are connection for what we do. Look at the dogs. They want to be in the bow and look at what happens. Kids has the same need. They want to see what's happening around them, not being down in a fiberglass boat. And the fiberglass boat, it's more uh, sound in it. You, you hear all the rambling and scrambling. That's because, a really good point. Yeah, yeah, and because you have all the hatches and you know, it's more thing in a fiberglass boat. But talk to me about this because you're. I can tell that this might be the most expensive podcast I've ever I've ever done, and I mean that. Um, mm. Uh, what about approaching places that I couldn't approach in a fiberglass boat? What about approaching the little islands where I don't see any natural dock, so I don't take my fiberglass boat because I don't want to? Am I able to approach shores? In so actually, when you hit, uh, also when you go out on the islands, uh, or you go to a dock that is full of nails and shells and things like that, you have to do the same. You have you you have fenders, use them. Uh, so if you are afraid of the boat, you put up fenders, uh, right. especially when the dock on rocks and bad the docking. Uh, uh, but but the other parts, like in Kragre, in in in, in, yeah. um, in the yeah. eastern uh, our southern part, uh, they only use uh, ribs because it's so narrow there. They just um, tie up after each other because. You don't break anything, and you just slip in and out a little bit. Maybe driving in the Italian traffic, you know, it's it's it, nobody cares. <laughs> I've been to Kragan and I've seen, yeah, so many boats just lined up right right next to each other, and I've watched them just come in and maneuver their way in, and like you say, tie up. And but let me ask this again: I grew up in Florida, where literally 
we would drive the boat up onto the shore, hmm. right? Yeah. I'm very yeah. used to like James Bond style up into the shore ah. and hop off. Ah. Is I'm not saying I want to power my way up onto shore, but I've had this idea that if I approach shore very carefully, I could be a little bit less concerned, hop out of the boat, bring the rib up onto shore. But you're saying if I was concerned about my U-turn, I should be also concerned in that situation. It's the same. It's the fiberglass that hit 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 the beach. Okay. And if it's a rock there and, and you hit the fiberglass, it's the same damage. Okay. But a rib is not as heavy as a fiberglass boat in the same size. So, you know, you have to follow the tide. If you go to the beach and it's going to be low tide, you are stuck. So <laughs> if you actually beach on uh, on uh, when it's getting lower tide, um, it's the same feeling. But it's easier to handle because it's lighter. Can I go faster with a, like I have a 150 on the back of mine and to go 35 is, is pretty much pushing it and I can see just the petrol draining right out of my engine. Mm-hmm. Will I get more economy, a better cruising speed with a rib? Ribs are lighter. So you need less force to actually uh, uh, make it go faster. So it's the weight rate, the ratios. So, but you can get fiberglass boat to go fast also, but then you have uh, the step hole and those parts. Yeah. If you take two normal boat like your Ötan, uh, 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 you get gain more speed with the same engine. Yeah. So it's a cheaper boat also to, 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 to drive with. If I were to buy up to a seven meter rib mm. um what sort of engine would i have to have on the back of it to have like 30 cannot be a decent cruising speed yeah also the, the, then we have to define cruising speed uh, i prefer <laughs> around 30 knots because it's not too windy uh, it's yep. you don't move too fast more than 30 35 i think you're it's, starting to move uh, it's it's a perfect cruising speed we don't need anything else it's a little bit maybe on the top of what you need but that's what i'm saying i want to go 30 with my kids to the local marina because there's a big difference between 20 and 30 mm. but i have to pretty much start to push my boat hard and i can literally just almost see the fuel tank go- yeah. <laughs> going like this yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so on a seven meters if you put it with 150 horsepower i think you do cruise at the top speed maybe around 40 uh yeah. cruise 30. We, okay. uh, often people put on a little bit larger engine so 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 they have cruising 35 40 yeah ish uh, top speed uh, on this boat uh, rig generally stops at 50. what about wind i i've been thinking about me being in a rib and it, it seems like it's exposed but talk me through protection from wind or not yeah that's a little bit on the brand also. Uh, some some boats uh, are have have wide uh, consoles, so you are protected from the wind and everything. Some are a little bit narrow. Uh, you see, some of the console is offset in the boat. Some is center. Yeah. If it's center, it have space on both sides to walk around, and it's getting more narrow. Uh, a lot of the boats has uh, wider and go all to the uh, starboard side also, so more protection. Uh, Brig has 25 different uh, models and sizes, so we have both. I, I, so, so it's what you use it for. Use it for fishing, you need to walk around in the boat. If you're going just to the island, it's more protection. So, so you have to choose what you 
you want to do with the boat. Uh, uh, in the water, th that's one of the biggest issues that I like with, uh, not issues, but advantage I like with uh, uh, a rib. You don't have the spray over the boat. When you go outside, you know, it passes the uh, the rub rail and it blows over the boat. Yep. Uh, the, 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 the tube kills it. That's a great it's point. It's hard to get get wet in a rib. It's harder, of course, if it's strong side wind, and uh, you, you can get, but it's less than 50, 60% uh, chance to get wet in that. And all that air in the tubes makes it, it little bit like uh, shocks on, uh, on a car. It, you know, it's getting smoother ride. It doesn't have this banging because it's fiberglass is more narrow and then it's uh, end with the tubes. So when you go on in a rough sea, they, they is like a little bit like um, uh, uh, shocks on a car and, and getting the soft ride. And because of all the air you're bringing with you, it feels much bigger in the open water. You don't know style. You can't actually know style with, with our rib. Uh, no, you can't also if you try hard, of course, but normal driving, <laughs> it's been possible. These are great points, Atla, really. Um, really good points. I want to do one more about this, and then I want to talk a little bit more about you and your your, your background, because it's, it's fascinating. Um, but I think it'd be interested, interested to know which one do you recommend for me based on yeah. my boating usage? I, so you... I, I recommend, um, it's a little bit on Birchard also, but our best seller is the 22-footer. It's brand new model. It came last year and it covers everything you need and a little bit more. And it's, uh, yeah. and, and I have actually, three kids, no dog. I have three kids and a, and a wife. That, yeah, uh, and it looks good on. actually in a brig rib. You look cooler because they're so nice. <laughs> yeah, that's, and that's very important. Style over substance. Yeah, very good. Um, but the 22 uh, with what, a 150 or a yeah. 200 on the back? You, you can use from 150 up to 225. I like to use it from 175 because you got a digital uh, throttle shifter. Uh, you don't have that on 150. So okay. but on 150, it's... Uh, Still, it's around 40 knots top speed. Uh, what motor brand do you have on the back? Oh, unfortunately, we only uh, we are so lucky that we only sell the best one, Mercury. We are so, that's that's we are so happy. <laughs> that's what I have. Uh, I'm biased, but I, I love Mercury as, as well. Uh, they um, are unbelievable. So All the nice products they launched, they are just uh, I, I, they are good, extremely good. How are sales? Everything I read says, you know, due to Corona, no one wants to talk about the upside of Corona necessarily, but it's obviously begun for, for people taken to the water. Um, how, are, how are boat sales? Uh, uh, today, you don't need to be a good salesman or a good product. They will buy it. But you are a good salesman and you have a good product. Yeah. So. And that's, that now we have the perfect storm. Everyone wants to, wants to buy boats and they buy it earlier in the season. But the, the corona stops the production, the capacity. Uh, so we, everyone is struggling to get actually engines and the boats and uh, rigging kits and propellers. Everything is missing and it's taking longer time. So I think the, the, 
we will be sold out earlier. We don't, I don't think we sell more this year. Nobody, nobody does because the capacity at, at the factory also, it's, you, they can't increase 50%. They may be managed 20 if they get uh, uh, all, all the necessary parts. So you are responsible for the import of all brigs into Norway. Is yes, that right? yes. So we are the uh, we are the okay. with Hege. She is the main with the, actually the, the against the factory. Okay, and can you tell me how many that means? How many might come into Norway this year? We, we hope two hundred fifty this year, uh, both compared to last year. Was it about yeah, the same? I know we increased twenty percent. Um, Very good. Yeah, we, we ordered fifty percent more. Uh, but they say outlet. <laughs> you, somebody else needs some bolts too. <laughs> but you'll keep asking for more uh, going into next year, I guess. Maybe get up to three hundred uh, if you can. No, 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 no. Uh, we want to deliver a quality product, not quantum. So okay. we, we are focused to on the deliver quality, and and that's why we don't want to grow too much. I think you're a man who's very interested in what you just said, uh, the quality of the boating experience and being sure it's an all-around product. I saw you were an early adopter of Coast Key, mm-hmm. uh, for example, um, and now you're you're happily a, a customer of ours. Yeah. Um, can you talk to us about uh, why you chose us and just a bit more about the future of the boating experience, if you will? Yeah. Why? It started when I saw your product. I think hmm, this this is something I personally want because... I'm so, I work so hard, I feel to buy these uh, nice expensive products like cars, boats, houses, everything. Everything got alarm. The car got standard alarm. The house does it, everything. We have everything on app. Uh, uh, and the boat just sitting there in the marina, uh, often easy access for everyone. and and. Every time I come to Marina, is the boat there? You know, you go a little bit on your toes. Oh, I see it. It's still there. <laughs> I, 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 I sleep better in the night if I can check and I know it will tell me if anyone messes with it. So that, that's the started. And I'm a little bit some against new products because it's a lot of new products. So I was a little bit careful before I did anything with it. So I tested it myself up till Kirkenes when we drove last year. Uh, yep. We also had the um, VHF with the IS, and uh, and um, they use the the antenna. You use the four G net. So okay, what's the range? So so we just tested it out, and it. But we saw that it was better coverage than the IS, uh, and 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 the next thing is my family. They, I'm doing a lot of strange things and my wife liked to follow me a little bit uh, uh, so so i gave her also access to follow me so so they were following you from home mm. yeah yeah so so that's so so everyone knows that okay i'm okay and if anything happens uh, they actually know where i am because it's not that easy always to communicate and i'm here then people can find me uh, and, and remember when i go to a new harbor it's no people uh, in harbors anymore. You have to read a sign. You can dock here, pay here on on uh, VIPs, uh, and and you don't know if the spot is available because everyone steals the boat that's there. So when I'm uh, in in Namsos and I, 
go to bed or when I rise in the morning, I can see the boat is still there. And I can still see it. Oh, I haven't forgot to turn off all the electronics because I still have power <laughs> yeah. and it's still floating. And for yeah. me, it's a big, big, important things to know that it's there instead of yeah. going down and start the day with problems. And that it'll work when you start it, frankly. Yeah. I mean, when I first bought my boat, I went down with some of my friends to take a first boat trip and the battery was dead, you know, yeah. ruined your day. Yeah. And I, and I have a lot of experience with that because uh, uh, this is a summer house area and often uh, the mother comes with the kids Friday. It's late. It's been a lot of traffic. It's raining. Maybe it's windy. Everyone will just want to eat and and relax. And the, the, suddenly, and it doesn't start the engine. We got battery. In, we have some battery problems in uh, uh, May, start of the summer. And remember, and, and, and the father is working. Think about the, the 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 telephone call from a tired mother with two tired kids calling eight o'clock in the morning uh, in the evening raining it doesn't start you know as she's alone it's not that many people there call the redning call someone you know it, it, it then you start the weekend negative if he can check in the morning that's it's power on the battery it's uh, the, uh, the water everything is okay if it's not good they can call me in during the work hour and i can fix it when she's coming it's running. So, yeah. so so if you use it right, it can uh, uh, make your life easier. And we're hoping too to take it so that it isn't just about surveillance of the boat, but also helps with the boating experience so that when you're actually on the water, we're, then you might have read on our product roadmap that we're gonna have a much better trip log. Mm. So that if you had a good trip, you can share it with me and there's a nice rich map where I can kind of relive your journey. So we're also hoping to be more proactive about being on the water too. Mm. You have been driving boats like nobody I know for most of your life. Can you give me a bit of uh, a bit of a your background as a professional racer, boat yeah, driver? I started in 1984 uh, offshore racing, um, and I did, did that for 25 years. Um, every year, uh, I was after one race, I was addicted there too. I, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> of course, it had to do with water. And I, I was just, that's, you know, addiction, what's that? You, When you go to bed, that's the last thing you think about before you fall asleep. And in the morning, it's the first thing if you, can you think asleep. about. And that's why, that makes me tick. I want to do more boating. So let's get up in the morning, do the job, do some boating. So it's a little bit stupid actually to be that addiction, but it's not dangerous. You know, it's illegal and it's... Uh, fun for the whole family no it drives you it gives you drive yeah. and, and happiness and passion yeah. it's all but when you talk about offshore racing what, what can you describe that describe an offshore race yeah. to me i've never yeah. oh, offshore done it's a little bit like sailing you go up, out in the open sea you have to navigate you have a uh, it's two in the boats you have to um, uh, navigate through the route it's many laps it can be you're driving an hour more or less between we, we drove from 60 to 120 nautical miles in one race uh, and it's in full open sea so so um, um, what kind of boat monohulls and catamarans um, 
some also use ribs from 94. Fabio Butze used also ribs in racing. Uh, extremely well handling boats. Um, so, so I did that. Um, and, and one part is also when you're racing and you're going to a world championship or a, a national championship or whatever, you get invited. You come to places you've never been, you maybe never visited. And you are a guest, and it, to experience a place as a guest and on the water, you can't beat it. You did this for twenty-five years. Yeah, it, 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 was it a summer hobby or is it your job? No, no, I, 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 this this costs a lot of money, so you have to work <laughs> very hard and use your vacation to, afford, to go to yeah. these uh, races. Okay. So, so, okay. so this was my vacation was to race this. We it's Fantastic. often in the weekends. Uh, and the world championship uh, go over a week, uh, so then you had to need to get uh, get uh, use your vacation for this. I tried to invite myself to an upcoming boat tour you're doing, but you told me I have to be a brig owner first. Fair enough. Can you at least let me know what I'm missing out on coming up? I think you're going to be crossing over to my side of Norway. Yeah, we're going in the um, Hardangerfjord. Uh, uh, I never driven it uh, one of the most specter spectacular uh, fjords in norway the next longest um, the scenery is so good driving with this call it open rib you know you get it's like a motorcycle all the smell every you get everything <laughs> yeah. In, inside yeah yeah you got, yeah. You got no it's a great great metaphor yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and you go with i call it friends our similar thing is the brig it's like the Porsche Club or the Ferrari Club. It's something together. People like to be in some invited to something. So, so they, they they all want to go because I we have that the hotel, what we're eating, where the, where we can launch the boat. We it's like welcome to this party. The party is driving the boat. And, and so you're gonna go from Eidfjord. Uh, I'd feel to Bechevika. It's less than 100 nautical each way. Um, and we're driving in some scenery that uh, that they say you can almost touch the mountains and they are 1,000 meters high and going just in, in a, a very small, narrow fjord and out again. Yep. The scenery is unbelievable. And the boats are, compared to the fiberglass boat, more driving boats. It, you know, it's just drive. It's not that a lot. A lot of the other boats is just more uh, anchored up and just having a nice day. This is for driving. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and and the pe people after a long boat trip is like walking in the mountain, hitchhiking. Uh, you are a little cold, maybe a little wet, and you're looking forward to come uh, get in, 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 in uh, inside and get your dinner and warm back. It's, it's like uh, it. Hiking. I think it's a great idea. Do you have another trip planned already after Eidfjord de Beshevik? Uh, <laughs> yes. Um, if you go on our websites, uh, uh, Brigshop or hunkermarina.no, you see all the trips. We have this okay. year four or five trips. Uh, uh, next year, we're also going uh, down to uh, Monte Carlo from Hunker. I have to interrupt right here. We actually recorded this podcast before the trip. I was lucky enough to join them, actually, with the film crew, and we got incredibly lucky with the weather. Sunny skies and up to 12 degrees Celsius in late April. Not much wind either. And once you get past Rosendahl, which is a great stop, by the way, highly recommend it. 
great marina environment, stunning scenery, plus a charming village. Anyway, once you get past Rosendahl and you head up the fjord to Eidfjord, it just turns to glass. I could have water skied my way up. And it's just you, almost no other boats. You, blue skies, dramatic fjords, sun in your face. And then the next day, we turned back around and drove all the way down to Beshevik on Saturday. Truly one of Norway's most charming, idyllic harbors with a lovely hotel and literally world-class award-winning cuisine and a major new harbor improvement to very welcoming for boaters. It was indeed the trip of a lifetime, and I'm already planning my next one. Tell me about Hanka and Hanka Marina. My wife and I came so close to renting a place there for a week last summer. Mm-hmm. Um, can you describe where you are? Uh, yes, I think it's the summer paradise in Norway, number one. <laughs> yeah. Humble as I am. Oh, actually, it was in the newspaper. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I've read that before. But what makes it the summer paradise? I, I, sailing is uh, well, in, uh, well known for. We have the yacht club here. Uh, that actually the, uh, um, the king sailed here a lot. Olav, he started here with his summer houses, uh, summer house. He had his uh, yacht uh, docked here. He, he, he was frequent there. All summer he was here. Um, so, so I think that made a lot of publicity because it's royal uh, um, and it's sailing. You, it's so short from from the yacht club to the open sea. So, so you yeah. just go around and it's rough after as it can be uh, rough. Uh, so, so I think that's that's a bit uh, a good start and it, and it's very nice there. It, it's it's we have a. We have uh, all the necessary thing. Good roads from Oslo, the main capital. It's less than an hour. Um, um, it's just beautiful. I and it's that, an island, to be clear. You can, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We are on the main. We are just located in the middle of the Hanke uh, Sund. Uh, yeah. So I'm looking at the island. Uh, it's, okay. Uh, okay. So, so we are on the main, uh, main, uh, main side. Very good. I think we covered a, a lot of ground. Is there anything, Atla? You, I didn't know if you wanted to get into it, but I mean, I'm very interested in in why Brig specifically. Yeah, also, I I know the boat business pretty well. I I feel, and and being selling boats in a country that's snowing and as you no know, boating season almost for six months, I feel. Uh, uh, I I felt that it's too tough, so I started to try to keep up with the selling boats. Um, uh, but but I get involved since we have we work at this marina. We we rented out to people that sell boats, and I and he brought brig with him. I, I grew up with Zodiac, so I didn't know about brig. Um, and then I start to know the product and the philosophy and understand that they're, they're the biggest in the in the world as I understand it, and that's biggest in the world when it comes to ribs. Yeah, and okay. and, and what's the reason? The reason is quality against price. It's a it's a premium boat to a middle class price. So it compared with the Zodiac, that's everyone knows. Uh, um, 
um, it's it's the same pricing, maybe sometimes less, but the quality, in my opinion, is so much better. They produce everything in the factory. They are in charge of everything. That uh, so 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 they go control the quality in all, all all steps, and it's the same owner for almost thirty years, more than thirty years. He started it, so you know, as a one man in thirty years. And all these people are highly educated. They are are from the uh, air and um, from the from the uh, what is it? He's he's um, uh, engineer uh, yeah. for military planes from Russia. Yeah, military. Yeah, so, so so the level is so high that you. Uh, so, so I think the focus because their the focus are so good. The quality is. In my own impression, we have don't have any problems with them. Otla, where's the fact? Where are they making them? Is there Ukraine, one factory in the Ukraine? Ukraine. Yeah, yes, uh, Ukraine. They don't have any water, but they told me sometimes back in uh, twenty-five years ago, seven biggest uh, inflatable builders were located in Kharkov in Ukraine. Uh, I said, okay, where? <laughs> oh, it started that they could actually start up themselves after the Soviet Union's fall. So and that was easy to start with. Uh, how many? How many will they sell? How many bligs globally? Give me a sense of scale. I think that it's getting closer to two thousand five hundred. Uh, oh. But but they go from three meter to ten meter. Yeah. Uh, not many have that uh, range because so and ten meter. It's that 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 came out a couple of years ago and it's a large boat. It's it's huge. Uh, compared to normally people stop at uh, six, seven meter is maximum size. And mm. I want the Eagle 8. That is a beautiful boat. It's all black with carbon tubes at 300 Merc. You will love it. No, your wife will love it. <laughs> we'll have to follow up on that. Listen, Otla, it's been an absolute pleasure to catch up with you. Thank you for, for making your time. Uh, thank you for your, your love of boats um, and also your support of uh, Sinsar Marine. Yeah. Let me see you at Beshevika next weekend, then, the 1st of May. See I'm going to show up for, for a beer. All right, yeah, take good. care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.